Hi, good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, okay, so we are in Chodesh Adar, right, which means that Purim is coming up around the corner. So now, generally, right, what that means is we'll uh, get to Tainas Esther, we'll push our way through Tainas Esther, and after Mayrib, the Valkyrie will get up to Lane Megillah, and the Valkyrie will get up and make his brachas, right, Asher Kedesh Shalom, now the question on that is really Asher Kedesh Shalom, right, this is not really just a question for Purim per se, but where is it, the uh, Tzivanu, regarding the Antif of Purim, right? The same question would come up for Hanukkah and other areas, right? Being that you would be hard-pressed to find somewhere in the Torah, based on chronological order, right, that talks about Purim. So um, that seems to be a little bit of an issue. And now the basic answer, right, would be, um, you know, we have a, a mitzvah to listen to the Chachamim, and because we have a mitzvah to listen to the Chachamim, then if they told us to go ahead and do something, so that's the Tzivanu, right? And that would be the basic uh, solution to that problem, and that would be based on a pasuk in Pasha Shoftim, right, which is Perik Yudzayim, pasuk Yudalaf, which says Lois Hashem and Adobar Right, you have to go ahead and listen, do what they say, right, and that's going to kind of give them the authority, and therefore Vitzivano. Now, if we want to go ahead and take a little bit of a deeper dive as to, um, you know, what that means and how exactly we get there, so that brings us to our question in the title of this discussion which is, is Purim, in fact, a legal holiday? Now, clearly, we're not talking about whether the banks or the market is open. That's not the idea, but it's based on a problem that comes about from two psukim in the Torah, right? So there's two psukim in the Torah. One is in Parshish Ve'eschanon, right? And that Pusik is Parak Dalit, Pusik Beis, that says, like, say, Sifu al hadaber Hashem, Eschem, right? Right, which is one of the Makairis for the mitzvah of Baltaisit, right? You can't add on to mitzvahs in the Torah. The second Pasik that discusses this issue is in Pashas Ray. Pashas Ray Perikut Gimel Pasik Aleph says as Kol Asher, as Kol Hadover Asher, Nechim Mitzvah Eschem, Oisei Tishmaru, Lasei Sloisei Sifu Alav, Loisei Right, so clearly two Makairis that seem to tell us you can't go ahead and add mitzvahs to the Torah, right? So that's a little bit of an issue, and right for Purim, which is in Yanni Diyama, seems that that would be a problem. How, in fact, the Chacham go ahead and add a mitzvah of Purim when we have a, a, a restriction against Baltaisa? Okay, so now just to be clear and obviously kill kill the suspense of the problem, of course, Purim is a uh, a, a legit holiday, right? Then it's a, it's, it's a yantuf and it's a, it's a gift and a bracha, right? So that's the purpose is not to question the legitimacy of Purim, but rather talk about some of the challenges and obstacles along the way and some of the terutsum that are given as to how we get to this point, right? And as I've dived into this sugya a little bit, it became apparent to me that this is really a much broader and larger sugya that requires a venue of more than just a few minutes, but just to hit on some top uh, hot topics for few, as far as food for thought. So in general, regarding mitzvahs, they're abonin, right? So aside from the loisasser, we have this concept that the Rabbanan have the authority to put gedarim in place, right? Very often, like by Hilch Shabbos, or that comes into play, right? Because they're protecting the mitzvahs, they're That's what they're doing. And therefore, they have the authority and the ability to go ahead and do that. But regarding a mitzvah such as Purim, Mikra Megillah, uh, Hanukkah, right? These are seemingly creations of new mitzvahs. Right, so that wouldn't fall under protecting a mitzvah of Dairaisa. So how, how does that work exactly? Now there are some sheetists that hold that really Baltaisif, by definition, is adding on to an existing mitzvah, and the creation of a new mitzvah wouldn't fall under that category. Right? You're good to go, it's not an issue. 
But the Rambam actually, in two different places, brings down the, the concept of Valtaisif. One talking about uh, um, whether the Kayanim can add on to that brachas, if that would be an issue of Valtaisif. The second one being by Hilchas Mamarim, and he quotes the different psukim in the different places, right? And seemingly, what the Rambam's takeaway is, is that there are two Yisurim. One is to expand on an existing mitzvah, and another is to go ahead and create a new mitzvah, which brings us back to, so how did we end up with Purim and Mikragil and the like, right? So the, the Rambam's Mahalach over there is, he says the problem would be to project the Derabonim as though it's a Derabonim, right? So as long as we know that it's a Derabonim, so then it's not Baltaisim, because we're not adding the Derabonim, we're adding the Derabonim, and people know that it's a Derabonim, and that's why we have differences between the rights and the Derabonim, some of the Derabonim Lehukol, some of the Derabonim and the like. The Ramban himself, the Ramban, says that really in order for Baltaisim to not be an issue, you'd have to go ahead, and you would have to have some sort of Mekar in the Torah for the mitzvah. So Lagabe Megillah, for example, the Gemara Megillah, Daf Yudalid, tells us, right, where is the Makar? Where did this come from? So it says that there is a concept of Shira, right? The Yidin sang Shira when they left Mitzrayim, right? And Madoch, if you have to go ahead, it's a Kavachayim, the Gemara says, right? If you have to go ahead and say Shira, when you go from slavery to freedom, so for sure, when you get saved from life to death, right? From death to life, you're going to have to go ahead and say Shira, and the Megillah is going to kind of Form that sort of shira, and that's the role it's going to serve. Okay. Now, listen, the issue of Baltaisib actually is far more reaching and, and more common than we would think. Many of the items you wouldn't have necessarily thought to be Baltaisib, right? But Takiya Shaifer, we, we blow 100 kailas, right? You only need 30. How do we go ahead and do that, right? So the idea of doing a mitzvah in multiple ways to make sure you cover it would not be something that's subject to Baltaisif, right? Doing a mitzvah twice would not necessarily be something tied to Baltaisif. But even, right, we come home from Shul on, on Sukkis and we go ahead and what do we do, right? So we we um, we um, we give our wives a little vanesir. Mitzvah says, Why is that not Baltaisif? Right? So doing a mitzvah that you're not chayiv on is not really something that's Baltaisif, right? It sounds like Baltaisif is really expanding. If you would take a fifth minute added to the little it would be a problem. If you would add a fifth uh, section of the boxes to your tefillin, that would be a problem, right? There, uh, there are even some sheets who hold that in order to really be over on uh, Baltaisif, you would have to have intention, right? You're doing it for that reason that you want to do Baltaisif, right? Clearly, Sveikah uh, Yaima, like we would have in terms of having extra days yontif from Chutzlaretz, right? It's not going to be subject to Baltaisif, right? We're trying to just get it right. These are, and, and these different areas are not going to be subject for different reasons and according to different chiefs to Baltaisif. Either way, um, it's an interesting point um, and something that's worth uh, consideration. But I think the bottom line is we were gifted the Yom Tov of Purim as a chance to be Oyvid Hashem Basimcha. It's a way to bring our relationship to Akadosh closer in maybe an easy manner, right? In an enjoyable manner. And that's an opportunity not to be missed. It's the hug in a day, a special day. And if we're able to uh, properly harness the power of the yoyim, um, hopefully we can go ahead, be over Hashem in a manner that could help springboard and expedite Mashiach's arrival. And who knows, maybe this year we'll get to bring the Kavran Pesach in the Bayash Shlishi. Thank you for listening.